0: And welcome back to The Dating Games, the only tool you need to help you level up, become your best self and navigate the complex world of modern dating with both a male and female perspective from your agony aunt and uncle, not a couple, Nathalie and
1: me, Damien. In this episode, recorded in Primal Studios, we're going to tackle the question that we've all heard many times before. Do you nice guys or girls finish last? So, buckle up because it's time to level up and attract what you deserve, desire, and dream. So, let's kick off today's episode.
0: Natalie. I had to say, not a couple, just because so many people (laughs) continue to think it, but also there's plenty of dating podcasts out there with couples. That's why ours is different. We like it. We like it. Also, today's topic, the question, do nice guys or girls finish last? Towards the end of this episode, we're going to get on to some insights from Damien's followers, some of which took that up as being finish last in uh, the bedroom. That's just (laughs) not what we mean. Can we clarify that before we begin? (laughs) Okay, so, Damien, will I kick this off? You
1: kick it off with what we define as nice?
0: Nice. So, Do nice guys finish last? Well, the phrase nice guys finished last, it's a popular expression that suggests that individuals who are kind, considerate and respectful may have a harder time achieving success or finding romantic relationships compared to those who exhibit a more assertive or self-centered behavior. And it's often used to describe the fact that women really just go for nice guys, but sometimes they're not always the nice guy. Um, I read a really good article, Damien, by a guy called Dr. Robert Glover. I'm going to touch on some of his bits later, who said that nice guys are often not so nice at all. Um, I just want to jump in here and also say, like, we're going to touch on this from like a girl's perspective as well, like do nice girls finish last, but it's not really a phrase that's used that often. Mm-hmm. I just felt the need to balance it out with that. But when it comes to the phrase, do nice guys finish last, I kind of want to point out that as a girl, we do absolutely love a nice guy, but we don't like a guy who goes overboard and trying to please us maybe all of the time. Um, maybe I'm you know not speaking on behalf of everyone there but we do like a nice guy but sometimes I think this definition of a nice guy is someone who ends up looking desperate and being eager to please like all of the time and trying too hard to make a good impression where they eventually end up losing all chance of impressing a girl because they make it so obvious that they're trying really hard to please her have I defined kind of nice there in terms of this kind of episode quite well
1: yeah, I, th- I think so. I think what you touched on there as well is how, like, <clears throat> the nice guy is not always actually the... Sorry,
0: the sound of my coffee cup.
1: That's amazing. and um, Costa the sponsors. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the idea that the nice guy is not always the nice guy is an interesting one that you put in your show notes because when I was going through the uh, question box for my followers, that was really quite prevalent from really? a lot, from a lot of the women that that messaged in um, and we'll, we'll touch on those later on and we'll we'll kind of deep dive into into what that is
0: so there's um, going to be two types of I suppose kind of guys here that we touch on the nice guy and the fake nice guy
1: yes exactly um and then yeah I think you are right and our, our next kind of um point on our, our show notes here is is it gender biased to be to be a nice guy? Um, and I think without generalizing it as a whole, I think in terms of relationships anyways, I think women are nicer than guys because they're probably a bit more truer with their intentions. And this which this is what we'll touch <coughs> on about the actual nice guy versus the guy who's probably pretending to be nice. Yeah. Uh, and someone in the question box used the term putting nice quarters into the machine in order to get rewarded. Yeah. Rather than actually just being genuine. That's good. Um, but... Yeah, I think.
0: So I read this question when I was doing research and I thought it was really good. And it was like, does your fear of disapproval lead you to people, please avoid conflict and repress parts of yourself? So I think there may be a lot of guys in particular, maybe that tap in to listen to this episode, trying to find out if they're a nice guy um, or girls going, why didn't I, why didn't I, you know, fall in love with this guy. Why didn't it work out? Because it was a perfect relationship on paper. But I just felt like that question kind of captured really well why the term nice guy or this idea of a nice guy that we are kind of discussing to begin with is not attractive. Because generally, their traits include someone who really goes above and beyond to people, please, and never puts themselves first. Maybe lacks that little bit of confidence, tries to avoid conflict conflict and hides parts of themselves just to please those around them. Um, I definitely think that the gender bias is there. I think we're going to touch way more on the guy side of things than a nice girl side of things. Like, have you have you ever had a conversation with a guy where he's like, um, oh, the girl is too nice?
1: No. Like, no. Nah.
0: So it is a gender bias.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, well, speaking from personal experience, like, I've never communicated that to any of my friends, where I was like, oh, you know, she's she's great and xyz but she's just too nice she's just too sound like that's just not something that comes into my space like the girl that's the opposite of that like we spoke about it in previous episodes we touched on it in season one like um if a girl is like showing no interest in me i'll be like well if that's if that's what i'm getting back in in return for what i'm (laughs) what i'm giving i'll lose interest really quick so that whole like playing games sort of mind feels that that some people want to play like that shows not for me so in terms of the nice girl finishing last so to speak I think in, in my personal experience like the nice girl is always going to win out for me anyways personally yeah when
0: can I ask you a question there you know the way you said like in terms of playing a game that's never something that you would want to do Um, the nice girls don't finish last but when you were younger not saying you're old can you remind the listeners of your age again do you want to do that
1: I'm 32 Okay, okay, so you're so 32. I was born in 1991.
0: Like, and I was born in 93. Um, I'll be 30 by the time this episode comes out, so I'll be in, I'll be in my 30s. Anyway, um, when you were younger, would you have enjoyed the chase a little bit more? And I don't mean that, that, that you're old, but like, um, is it something that as we get a bit more mature, we're like done with the games and we want to find a genuinely nice person? I, th-
1: I think there was a very brief little like window like a little brief snippet of my life in my, maybe my early to mid-twenties where I was kind of going out and kind of partying a bit more than I actually should and I really enjoyed the chase at that time. But I wasn't chasing a girl to get in a relationship. Like you're just chasing girls, just being a a stupid young guy.
0: You're just chasing kind of attention and validation and maybe, yep, you said it. Yeah, Yeah,
1: you're just, yeah, you're out trying to pull girls yeah Um,
0: like I'm not saying I was trying to um, chase people for sex but I went through a phase in my early 20s I'd say between like 22 and 24 where I was just mad to go out all the time catch different guys attentions see which guy I could pick out from the crowd and try see if I could like you know get on with him that night or shift him or whatever mm. um and I do think it's a period that a lot of people go through in their early 20s or even late teens um, because it's. I feel like it's just a rite of passage where obviously with this podcast, we're trying to prevent people from going down this route of needing to seek validation and hits of attention from the opposite sex or same sex, if that's your thing. But I think it's something a lot of people have to go through.
1: I think so. Like, I think with me anyways, like, I, I played sports quite competitively up through my, my teens and stuff like that. And then... I
0: always forget this about you. Um,
1: And then I was in an actual relationship kind of like as a child into like a young adult. So I didn't drink alcohol till I was 21. I've still never smoked a day in my entire life. And I've never done drugs in my entire life. Boom. So... Me too. The...
0: Do you ever vape though?
1: No. Okay. Never. Um, but... um. I think when that relationship ended and then I stopped playing sports like at a competitive level where the, the levels of commitment had changed dr- dramatically in terms of my the sports I was playing, meant that I could now actually go out with my friends and be in nightclubs clubs and be in bars and, and do those things that I'd never done before because I was in a relationship and then <clears throat> I'd never drank alcohol. Yeah. so.
0: I was the very same.
1: There was almost this like complete flip from one end of the spectrum to the other. I went from like never going out. I've never been on a lad's holiday. I've never done, never done any of those things. And then there was like this like blowout for like a couple of months. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah. It's not really for me. Like but it's fun, but it's not for me. I do
0: think sometimes people need to get something like that out of their system if they've been in a relationship for a long time. Um, I'd like to think that not everyone needs to, but that if you're aware enough, as to, like, that's what you're chasing, that you'll communicate that to the other person.
1: Yeah, I think so. And then as long as you're actually, like, being safe.
0: Yeah. Oh, always.
1: So, always. Um, if you are, like, chasing people go to your doctor get regular checks use protection all that sort of stuff
0: so Damien's <laughs> clearly the mature adult here <laughs> I'm, just, um, just,
1: I'm just saying that no you're so right I think when people are in their like,
0: early 20s they literally think that they are unstoppable and nothing can harm them and they're never going to catch anything I do think people think that when they're in their early 20s and it's just never going to be the case
1: absolutely and we do just want to touch on that like What we're we're saying here is like, it is perfectly healthy for you to go and have that somewhat of a blowout in in that period of your life and go out and be chasing and having fun and not be looking for a relationship and do what you want. That's absolutely fine. There's like sex and those basic human needs that you get from a sexual partner are basic human needs and we all desire them at some point. And when you're a young adult, you desire them way more than ever. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that you are looking after your health when doing that. Not only yours, theirs. So, just bear that in mind. It's perfectly acceptable to do those things. Just do them right, Safe. please.
0: Yes. um, Damien, you're very passionate about this. I like it. Um, Okay, right. So, we've, we've gone off a little bit. Going back to do nice guys, finish last, and not in the bedroom. <laughs> when we say nice guy, like, I hate this phrase because we want a nice guy as women. And I'm going to focus on the guys. Can we this.
1: reword it, right? So, you, you don't want a nice guy. You want a genuine guy. Because <laughs> a genuine guy is a nice guy. Because he's going to tell you how he feels when he feels. And that might not always be the thing you want. It might not always be, quote unquote, nice.
0: What a kind, self-aware man.
1: Can't be kind unless you're genuine. Can't be self-aware unless you're genuine.
0: Yeah. Okay, right. Genuine guy. You
1: need a genuine right. guy. Okay,
0: we'll go with that. But when it comes to like this nice guy phrase, mm-hmm. and if we were to talk through maybe some examples of like traits in this nice guy or like behaviors that he might portray. Um, I'm going to dive into some here. Mm-hmm. So I think like some of them that girls might listen to this and agree with me going, yeah, there was a guy in my past. He was perfect on paper, but it just didn't work out because he was too much of a like, quote unquote, nice guy or not a genuine guy, as we were saying. Um, too agreeable, too needy and insecure. I'm just not an alpha male. Interesting. Now, I got this from research online, okay? But I do think as I was prepping the research, I was kind of like, yeah, tick, tick, tick. There may be people from my past that it didn't work out with. When I was like, I really, really wanted to work out with him. And I'm like, I don't understand why I can't fall in love with you. But was he too agreeable? Maybe a little bit too insecure and needy? Um, and not an alpha male. And as I say this, my mind goes back to, you know, our Love Languages episode where I'm in season one, where I'm like, well, some people need words of affirmation and we have different needs because of our past. I do think some people maybe have like insecurities from their childhood that carry forth. We all know this, that definitely carry forth into relationships nowadays. And maybe that's why this nice guy trait has come around because you have become a little bit too agreeable, insecure, you're lacking alpha male tendencies. Like the masculine energy and feminine energy is a real concept and thing within relationships. Um, So they are some traits that I think are like examples of this nice guy um, persona. What do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I think so. I think it's, it's a bit difficult. I think the alpha male thing... That's gonna come down to like there is a level of um like primal uh, instincts and tendencies.
0: Shout out to Primal <laughs> where we are recording our podcast today.
1: Um, I think there is an element of primal mentality when it comes to finding um a potential partner and these are things that are done on a subconscious level so there's a reason why mo- like i'm not generalizing here but there's a reason why most women want a taller man a bigger man a provider and that's where the that alpha male thing yeah. comes in because they want to be able to feel that okay well if she hits the fan i'm going to be looked after yeah. by him and that's not saying that women aren't capable of looking after themselves that's something that happens on a subconscious level for some people
0: yeah i think it's actually like physiology like yeah, in-built psychology and Absolutely. again there's always exceptions but this is like for the most part yeah
1: I'm, I'm just generalizing yeah. uh, across the board there so I think that and I think when it comes to um being too agreeable or coming across a little bit insecure and things like that I think those things all play into that alpha male thing yeah because the opposite of being like too agreeable would be someone being really assertive and saying yeah. well no this is how it is or we're not doing that today we're doing this and that might work with, you know, partner X and then you go to partner Y and then they're like, who the fuck do you think you're speaking to? Yeah. You know, so like this is where we talk about it being a minefield because every single relationship is going to be different. And you're going to have to be a little bit of a chameleon to, if you are a very assertive person, you might have to like pull that back ever so slightly. And then if you're not a very assertive person, you might need to become a little bit more assertive. Which I mean because you are going to have yeah. to, like?
0: But I think comparing that to a chameleon, right? I love that. Love chameleons. Haven't heard like that of that animal in a long time. <sighs> um, I don't know if I like saying you have to be a bit of a chameleon because you should never have to change who you are for someone. But like what you're saying is so right in that. If you're too assertive, you do need to bring that back a bit, just to be a better human. Mm. And if you're under assertive, you do need to bring that up a little bit, just to be a stronger human. So not necessarily shape shifting or color shifting for someone else, but no. just to become individual.
1: Yeah, like a chameleon is always a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> he just slightly blends in better than other times. That's all it is. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're right there. Like as as a as a whole, I think those those three points are probably absolutely right. And like from my personal experience, like I, I've i found it's probably more so now than ever because I'm busier than I've ever been before and I'm probably healthier mentally and emotionally than I've ever been. And then because of that, I'm probably not as available, if if that makes sense. Emotionally? Maybe not emotionally. I mean, in, in terms of, like, there would have been girls that, like, I would have been absolutely swooning over before. Yeah. Okay. And now I'm like, whatever. And yeah. now all of a sudden, the tables are flipped and they're in my DMs.
0: Do you think that's because you have shif- shifted from, like, what we're saying is this, like, you know, nice guy to what we defined as a genuine guy? Do you think you just became more self-aware? It's not like, yeah, you were swooning over them, but do you think you actually have just gotten to know your worth a little bit
1: a little bit yeah but then we also talk about um you know some of the narratives around it we talk about like you know the chase and and things like that and I think some girls like like the chase they like they sometimes like to chase sometimes they like to be chased yeah and sometimes there's an element of um desiring what you can't have and then they didn't want me because they knew they could have me
0: that sort of And thing. now it
1: appears that they can't have me and now all of a sudden they do. Yeah. It's like a toddler picking up a toy and then putting it down and some other toddler comes, picks it up and is like, hey, that's my toy. You know, it's it's the very same thing. Yeah. So um and then I, I do think it toys into some of the topics that you made. I don't think of, I don't particularly see myself as like an alpha male. I don't really like those Um, terms.
0: It's a very strong term.
1: Well, I think what,
0: not in a good way in my mind.
1: Yeah, I think the issue is like, they've been.
0: But I would say you are an alpha male and I mean that in like a really lovely way. Like, you can, how do I put it? Like, like you're an individual. You know who you are. Mm. You would go out of your way to help or look after or hold the door for Any woman or any other man, you would always be, I'm blowing smoke up your ass now, like, but you'd always be the bigger person in a conversation. But if you really needed to stand up and defend yourself, you'd do it. Only if you really needed to. Like, I do think you are an alpha male, but in a really, really, like, positive way.
1: Yeah. And in the non-typical way we see it now on the internet where, like, I I think... You're,
0: You're not a bad boy, like.
1: I think some of those terms have been misused and now they lend into like the toxic masculinity yeah. end of this of the spectrum and that's why I don't really particularly like like using them. Um, but yeah, there's lots of kind of stigmas about it. Like I don't think I'm as much of a pushover as I was before. Um,
0: that's funny you say that because that's what, like in these examples of a nice guy, right? There was more than just too agreeable, too needy um, and not being an alpha male. Another one was...
1: Being a pushover. Yeah. Or a, like that or the literal definition. Appearing to be a pushover. Um so I have a my show notes here. I was like, I think as a whole, there's probably an element of truth in this, uh, and it's probably more of a personal thing. Uh when um when a stronger personality meets um a personality that might mo- a personality that I wouldn't say weak, but maybe not as boisterous, um, it's gonna appear weak. And mm-hmm. I think um kindness in I think In men, kindness is often mistaken for weakness. And in women, kindness is mistaken as flirt. So if a woman is being really nice to you, you think, oh, she's flirting with me. But she's just actually being nice.
0: I think that applies both ways. I think if I'm being really... I do agree with you. Mm. But I suppose this is an insight that you wouldn't have because I'm in a woman's shoes. Mm. I Often, if I'm being really nice to a guy, purely because I think I'm just a genuine person, that he will then think I have a romantic interest in him and I might get a DM asking me to go for coffee or like love the chats or get messages more and you're like, oh, sugar, this maybe feels like I've given the wrong
1: impression. Yeah. Or you're so just I, being nice.
0: I actually think that goes both ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I think kindness in women is mistaken as being flirted with. And then I think in men, sometimes kindness is mistaken as, as weakness. As weakness.
0: Yeah. Um, I think kindness is often mistaken. Mistaken as weakness from the sort of people who have this toxic masculinity, or if there was such a thing as like toxic femininity. I can never pronounce it. <laughs> femininity. That word. Do you, how do you say it? Femininity. Femininity. Yeah. Just sounds like way too You're many. you like There's it, way too it's many. An There's way too many like ninnies in the middle of that word. Ninnies. Femininity. Femininity. There we go. There's like a ninny that doesn't need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, but I do I agree with everything you're saying there. Um I just think it works both ways. I don't think it's just a male and female thing. I think kindness can be mistaken as flirting from both sides, and I think kindness can also be mistaken as weakness if the sort of person that is on the receiving end of it is a little bit toxic. I think that's when it's mistaken as
1: I th- Yeah, I yeah. I agree it definitely can go both ways. I think where the line is less blurry for women is when we when we go back to mm-hmm. love language episode in season one. Come back and listen. Um, physical touch is a huge love language for most men, statistically. So if a man is being really kind, but all of a sudden there's lots of physical touch, a woman is self-aware enough and emotionally intelligent enough to know she's being flirted with. Yeah. When men are, <laughs> are not that smart. And then a woman is just being nice to him. is like, oh, she's hitting on me. It was like no she's actually just being nice I I think that's where the line is a bit blurry for men women are a little bit more aware that they're being flirted with when they are
0: so I had a few more examples of nice guy traits and tendencies again according to the web and I just when I was reading through them I agreed with them okay Um, and I'd love to get your insights on them so I'm going to give you a few all at once nice guys the nice guys that finish last are they too easily manipulated Mm. are they weak as in they can't stand up for themselves like ever um are they scared of offending others and do they never lead? are they always a follower?
1: I think there's elements of truth in each all of those of, in each of those I think abs- so absolutely and i think you'll you'll find out real quick um the man's personality um boy each of of these things like um like the easily manipulated thing, so if he's easy, easily manipulated, first of all, he shouldn't be manipulating people, but if he, if he is, just so to speak, um, he is probably genuinely a kind of soft boy, boy nature, Mm -hmm. um, and he's, you know, quite agreeable, and he's a bit kind of susceptible to your, um, boisterous, you know, nature, and the woman's masculine energy is ta- is taking the lead there. When if he can't be easily manipulated and things start to turn and all of a sudden you're being gaslit and 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 you're the one being manipulated, then he wasn't actually a nice guy.
0: Yeah, that's the he fake was, nice he guy. He was
1: playing the nice guy card to get what he wanted and then all of a sudden he wasn't getting what he wanted so then it flipped.
0: Literally emotionally abusing you.
1: Yeah, exactly. A manipulative a monster. I, th- I think that, na- that dynamic probably applies to all of those things that you touched on
0: i think all of these are the definition of like a pushover or what some guys would say or girls would say like oh he's a puppy like he's a puppy for you Mm. i think that's where this pushover term for the nice guys who finish last which i don't like i really don't like saying that a guy is a pushover i just feel like it's unfair they're They're just someone who maybe still has to do a bit of work to become more self-aware. That's honestly what I think when it comes to these people. Um, But I think being too agreeable, too needy, not being an alpha male at any time, easily manipulated, weak, scared of offending others. You never lead. You're always a follower and maybe just being a little bit like boring, like you don't have anything of your own. I think that as harsh as that sounds when it comes to this, nice guys finish last idea or phrase that we're not fond of I think that they are the traits that people see in this type of guy yes yeah
1: yeah I agree Um, Um, should we touch on before we go into some of the the followers in the question box um, should we touch on are some of them just womanizers uh, and do they just love the game
0: I do think like speaking from conversations with my friends about all of our relationships and our past. I think there's an element of being a womanizer um, in a lot of us until we do the work. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been a womanizer. I don't think my friends have been a womanizer. I think, like, I think often... Guys can go out with the intention of being the male definition of a womanizer, a.k.a. like a player. And they know that and they're okay with that decision to play a woman. Whereas I think that a womanizer, so the woman doing the same thing, not always, but I think that it is typically subconscious. And it's not until they have done the thing do you know, or they've they've played the boy that maybe they get cold feet or they realize they're not ready or they realize there's another part of themselves they need to work on and they run. And now they've been a womanizer. Um, mm. This is like that typical scenario in society where it's okay for the man to play because men can be players and we just have to deal with it. But if a woman is a womanizer, it's just talked about so much more. It's given so much more hype. But I think often, not always, this womanizer term, um, I don't think all women are just womanizers. I think it's a subconscious thing that you just maybe realize you're not ready or he's not the guy and now just mm-hmm. because you didn't want him, you're a womanizer. But if he didn't want you, that's okay.
1: Yeah, I think society plays a, a role in that. I think I, t- I, I said it before in, in a different uh, episode. I can't remember which episode it was now, but I, I've said like, if a guy sleeps around, he's a player. If a woman sleeps around, she's a slut. Like, and and that is the unfortunate narrative that society has, has has placed on on that. It's Probably.
0: so true, but player isn't given that much of a negative connotation. When no, it's if anything,
1: if anything, like in within male circles, it's almost celebrated. Exactly. Like if a man has a high body count, all of his male friends are gonna be like, oh yeah, you're such an you're such an alpha. Da, 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 da. But then if a woman has a high body count, it's like you're used. You, yeah. You're used up and I damaged think goods. Even
0: within a female circle like, if a woman has a high high body count, I think there's judgment there. Like, Absolutely. oh, you're too easy or you let him in too easy. Mm. Um, it really frustrates me. But it is what it is. I don't think we're going to change that anytime I soon. I
1: don't think so. And then the last kind of topic on that is, uh, did he just love the game? Did he love the, did he love the, the chase? Did he love to be chased? Is, is that an element of it?
0: So, I do think as you get older, the chase becomes less of an interest. Um... I'll be thirty when this podcast comes out, and I do think that I loved the chase a lot more when I was in my early twenties. Um, however, that's not to say there's there's an element of like I don't even know if chase is the word, but like being fun. wanted. Being wanted, but like fun and spontaneity and just kind of adventure that I think I would still want when I'm getting to know someone. Not necessarily a chase where I'm questioning their trust or their honesty or their commitment, but just a bit of like spontaneity and surprise mm. in that getting to know someone phase. But I do think when you're younger, most of us love the game.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Like, I have no interest in playing the game now. No interest in the chase now. I don't want to be chased. I don't want to do the chasing. Um, like the last person that I that I kissed, um, we kind of just kind of met by chance. It was actually a really brief kind of like, do you want to chat about this thing? And I was just like, I'm not interested. It's a whole other story for a whole other day. Um, and then we just kind of start asking cryptic. each other, like. <laughs> Um, okay. I, I don't want to say that it was work and then it led into us kissing because that sounds unprofessional. Like.
0: But it was.
1: But no, so there was a proposal put towards me for something that <laughs> was like, you know, it wasn't like a huge company or anything like that. It was like just like a small independent thing. And I was like, hey, do want to meet for like a coffee? Yeah, for yeah. a pretty quick chat, see if you're interested in this thing. And I was like, I'm not interested in that thing. That's absolutely fine. And they were like, that's absolutely fine. No, but
0: I love this because you you found obviously a bit of a connection without meaning to.
1: Yeah, and then we we're just gonna kind of ask each other questions and stuff like that. Um, and then I was like, jeez, this feels a bit like a date." I asked me mm. like, all "I started doing was ask me my favorite color," um, and then she point blank says, "Well, trying to go to the bar and then make it an actual date." And I was like,
0: "I love that." I was like,
1: "Fair enough." And then we went to an actual bar, had an actual drink, and then the conversation continued. And then she asked, "Could she kiss me?" And I said, "Yeah." And then that was that was it but it was that level of spontaneity where yeah. it was just like this is fun you I, need fun you need spontaneity I didn't, I didn't feel adventure. like a 32 year old Yeah, at that time I felt like I was like 17 again and it was a bit kind of like I don't want to say wrong but it was a bit kind of
0: exciting it was a, it was a bit exciting that's the word but I do think that's what's needed in relationships and honestly I know you're like I'm 32 now I don't want to play the game I'll, I'm nearly 30 I don't want to play the game but I do want fun I want fun. Fun's I want important. to be surprised. Life's I've, too short not I to be fun. Yeah, I don't want to know what to expect every time I see you from the get-go. I think, like, the last person I was seeing, God, he was so freaking lovely. But I don't know if there's, there was an element of kind of discussing the future too much at the beginning that scared me. Mm. And then I lost the the element of, like, surprise. or fun. I don't know. But I do think no interest in the game lots of interest in fun spontaneity adventure surprise
1: yeah I agree
0: um come here before we go on to your um
1: question boxes question comments yeah. around.: yeah
0: what about the fake nice guy right so I looked into this a little bit and some guys play it nice but deep down they're not nice at all and they don't finish last, they're the player that loves the game. But they, mm-hmm. they convince you into thinking they're a nice guy. Like, for sure, there are some genuinely nice guys out there who really are the salt of the earth. But many pretend to be just to get the girl. And I think a lot of girls have been on the other side of this fake nice guy, thinking he is actually unbelievable. And mm-hmm. I'm so lucky to get him. And I finally let my walls down. And he comes in and he's been manipulating me all along. And... Um, I don't know how to protect people from this bar saying, try and like be aware of those red flags at the beginning, love bombing, gaslighting, listen to our red flags episode, our very first one.
1: Yeah, I think so. The only thing that I will touch on, and I think that is absolutely true. And when I go through uh, the question boxes from Instagram, you'll see this kind of narrative ring, ring through quite a lot. Now I will put this out there as well, right? So if a guy, so we talked about things like, um, being an alpha male, knowing your worth, being assertive, all those sort of things. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're dating somebody briefly, two, three, four dates, whatever it is. Maybe you've slept together, maybe you haven't. And then something comes up and then that boy says, hmm, that's not for me. That's a red flag for me. That's X, Y, Z. And then he backs off. That could be misinterpreted as, oh, he was nice. And then... I didn't put out or I did put out and he got what he wanted and now all of a sudden he's backing off because you as an individual don't realize the red flag that you've just waved in his face and he knows his self-worth enough to walk away from that. But then you painted the picture as like, no, he's a bad boy, he's a manipulator, he fed me all this lies to get into bed or he wanted me to get into bed and I didn't put out and then he left whatever reason, but that's not actually the reason. It's just easy for you to tell yourself that story because... You, you can't own up to your red flags. And that works both ways. That Obvious. does work both ways. Obviously, it works both ways.
0: And I think there's, in that situation, there's going to be a lack of communication because you're like accusing one another of red flags mm. that are or are not there because you just kind of can't communicate the fact that you have said issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. But I just wanted to kind of touch on that, that yeah. just, just because a boy backs away, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's because he got what he wanted or didn't get what he wanted or whatever else. There could be an element that those like quote unquote traits that we mentioned earlier on are actually there.
0: I couldn't agree with you more and when I think about this more deeply there have been both situations in my past where there has been a guy who he was not a player. He wasn't a fake nice guy. These issues were truly there and yes we had a great time and we had a great connection but then I knew he wasn't a fake nice guy because he communicated to me properly when we decided to end things that these problems were going on. So I think if this type of guy is out there, like exactly as you're saying, like, if you are getting cold feet after you've been together and you don't want to be labeled as a player or a fake nice guy, just communicate what the hell is going on. And if she is decent or empathetic or understanding, she's going to be okay with that and let you go to your thing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, without going into too much detail on, like, dating experiences because people do actually listen to this podcast and we don't want to scare potential partners away in the future by Mm -hmm. dropping them in in the deep end on this pod. But um, I went on a couple of dates with somebody and then there was zero, zero conversation about being exclusive in any way, shape or form. Went on a date with somebody else. Didn't kiss that other person on this other date. Just went on a date. That was absolutely fine. Did I want to kiss her? Yes. Did I? No. Anyways. <laughs> um, I then get grilled for going on said day because those two girls knew each other. You know, I, I had no idea that they knew each other. How was I meant to know? I know Ireland is pretty small. Yeah. Dublin is even smaller. But how am I meant to know that they know each other? Um, or on what level they know each other? I do either. think that
0: was an insecurity on their end. I think that was so unfair. Because, you.
1: Um I then got a text message, read the text message, and then I was just like, "That's not my cup of tea." Yeah. And then I just didn't didn't respond. Not engaging. Now I'm probably being name called in the in the friend group or whatever else. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not, but it's like oh, he ghosted me. da 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 da. da. But did I actually ghost, or did I look at that message and say, "That's not something that I want to get involved with. That's not something that I want to deal with." That takes far too much energy out of out of me as an individual. And that's not something that I want. And then I say, no problem. I'm, I'm happy on my own. So I'm not going to get involved in something that takes away too much of my energy in a negative way.
0: And your energy, as we say, is your non-refundable currency. So invest it wisely. But for the sake of communication, we just responded and just said, listen, this isn't what I want to be involved with. And I feel like this is just a little bit too dramatic for me. So I'm just going to part ways.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely could.
0: (laughs) I'm totally throwing it at you now.
1: No, like, no, absolutely. But to to what end? What does that, what does that solve?
0: I guess. She goes,
1: okay, great. But she's not going to look back at that text message and be like, oh, maybe that was a bit harsh.
0: No, but I think that she just might not, Dog you as much in the girl group. I know you're like, I don't care. I know that. Right. I know you're about to say it.
1: Darling, have you seen my Instagram? Darling. <laughs> People dog me all the time.
0: Um, I've noticed, sure, I got dogged for like having a crazy big nose or something there. That was so mean. Hold on a
1: second. That was a whole... That page was called Literally. Bully Something. And yeah. the boy always said, bring back bullying.
0: I went back and I looked at my nose like, is it really? I actually... Like, I don't think... Anyway.
1: <laughs> no, first of all, it's not. But also, <laughs> like excuse the language but fuck that guy
0: yeah no he was harsh he was harsh Um, okay we're going to move on to your question box but can I say one thing yes I do think the confident nice guy will win in the end
1: so that kind of rings true as well in some of these question boxes as, as well just so. be
0: a nice guy but be confident in who you are and I think you're going to win and if you don't it's her loss I think there is and we'll see this in a message we'll see her regret it down the line if she lets you go and you're a confident nice guy
1: yeah Uh, yeah agreed and the the thing is if you are a confident nice guy if you have a certain level of self-confidence you're not scared of rejection so if there is rejection or you do have to walk away or they walk away because your self-confidence is built up enough that'll be water off a duck's back and you can just carry on with your life yeah and that's when they'll look and go hmm probably shouldn't have let that one go because they see how fine you can be yeah and that's,
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you have anyone in your life like that from like a male to female perspective that was like a confident, nice girl that you maybe now look back and go, oh, I let that one go because maybe like we weren't, as in you weren't but like emotionally mature enough at the time or you needed to do that a little bit more chasing.
1: Um, you know, a lot of people
0: have that person. I definitely have one.
1: There's one girl. Um tumbleweed. We, <laughs> He's <thinking hard> <laughs> um I have to go back quite quite a bit. Um and this was like eh,
0: It really made me think asking this, myself this question.
1: This was a huge, huge mistake and rookie move on on my end. And it was just because of the place I was in in, in my life at that time was Oh just, my
0: heart is breaking, just here in this moment. Um
1: I would I was just not in a very healthy space and I was seeking validation in places that it shouldn't have been and sometimes that validation came in the form of a sexual partner and I went on a couple of dates with this girl and she was beyond beautiful like you I can't even describe how fucking beautiful this girl was
0: I have to just interject very quickly and say we as women adore you Damien for always saying beautiful instead of sexy it's nice to be called sexy sometimes (laughs) but I just love that you say beautiful all the time Instead of sexy. Continue.
1: Okay. So I'll put it this way, right? (laughs) She was very beautiful all the time, but could be very sexy when she needed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it was perfect, perfect balance. And taking all the boxes, all the boxes, all the boxes. And I don't think I was in, it was like probably right person, wrong time. Mm. Because she was perfect. Well, I assume so. We didn't didn't get to know each other as deeply because I was an idiot. But I went and got easy sex elsewhere and basically just poited off uh, this this girl. And it's probably because I wasn't in a space not willing to put the work in to build that into something at the time. And now, like I obviously I I I don't sit there and contemplate this. Like it's only because I've asked you. Yeah, you've sparked it. But that's probably when I look. Back, that's a potential relationship that I should have put more energy into because yeah, she was a lovely girl and full of confidence and yeah, that's, but that's I probably do, the one.
0: I do believe, I try to believe, just because it helps me sleep better at night that <laughs> everything happens for a reason. But when I look back on my past, because I asked myself this same question driving up here today, it's like God, oh, is there anyone in my past that you know I would feel that way about? Because um, it it actually kind of spiraled from a message that came in from one of your followers that I'll read out in a minute who who kind of said the same thing. Like she felt she let a good one go or a confident, nice guy go. Um, and I think before we may have said, or I definitely said it on a dilemma in my stories myself, that the right person, wrong time um, thought isn't true. That if it's the right person, there will always be a right time. Mm. But this is where I don't actually think that that's always the case because for me there was definitely someone in my past as well that I think was the right person at the wrong time. And it's really bittersweet. And I got really sad. I got really sad driving up thinking about it. But then I was like, like, I haven't thought about it at all until putting this episode together. And it was just, it couldn't have been more perfect, but it was the wrong time for for many reasons. Um, And now everyone's moved on and it is what it is. But I think we just, we grow stronger from these things. And Look, the lows allow us to experience the highs.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, so moving on to some of your follower insights, their responses to you asking the question, do they think that nice guys or girls always finish last?
1: Yes. So um, if I get the actual prompt question, uh, how I worded it, Scroll through. So I said, do nice guys finish last? Does this only apply to men? Or do nice girls also finish last? Ladies, is there an element of a bad boy as a turn on and a nice guy as a turn off? And lads, do you find the quote unquote, treat them mean, keep them keen, bullshit, actually works um, because when you're a nice guy, they lose interest. So that was the actual question I had put forward. Now, lots more have came in since I took the screenshots. I'm not going to do those. I'm just going to go through some of the screenshots because there's there's far too many to go to go through. So a couple of them just I'll, I'll like spit for.
0: Just pick a few. I'll, yeah.
1: I'll spit for some of the nice ones um, or the not nice ones. A lot of people just said yes, no, yes, no, yes, mm-hmm. no. So we'll skirt over those. As someone says, um, it doesn't depend on gender. It depends on their intentions from the beginning, whether it's only sex, whether it's money or whether it's love. In terms of what someone's attentions is, someone said, "No, some lads just deeper because they can't take rejection. If she doesn't like you, she doesn't like you." Someone said, um, "No, they don't, uh, and if um, it's just because they've not found the right one." Um, someone else said, "No, nice guys are the best." Uh, what else have we got here?
0: I think what's great is most of those responses or at least those last two have taken the phrase nice guy to be what it should be. An actual nice guy. Yeah. Um, rather than the traits we've kind of described in someone that maybe still has a bit of work to do to become like confident.
1: Yes. Um, so uh, Isabella Duty says um, Shout out to Isabella. Isabella says uh, as you grow emotionally intelligent and you grow your self-worth the bad boy has become far less desirable. Um, That's very true. Very true. Someone said, not always, but there needs to be balance. Um, you need to keep things interesting and make sure <laughs> the sexual thing. I so said, you need to make sure that she does finish. <laughs> we weren't talking about that element of things just to clarify.
0: But I do have to say, that's definitely something in most relationships that's really prominent. Like, I've spoken to all my friends about this, like, that guys just think, oh, we're like, that's it. I'm done. So we're done. And it's like, so many guys just couldn't care less, or they'll say that they care, and then once they get their bit, they're like, Oh, yeah, you know, next time, and there's next time there will be no next <laughs> time, you know.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't even say what I knew you're gonna say because we've had this conversation before, and you're just going to get all the women of Ireland hyped up now. I and, wasn't and gonna, the US, and, I
1: wasn't gonna say that because oh, I know you, what you telling me, what I told you yeah that I need to stop doing <laughs> right but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that um, but what I will say gentlemen um
0: everyone's like tell us tell us no, no I,
1: don't, I, I don't. definitely definitely can't it's, that's not a place for the podcast. but what I will say is before before we definitely get away from the sexual side of this topic we'll
0: start a second pod the um, bedroom games.
1: oh my God the <laughs> people talk enough as it is Natalie without was putting that on um, but oh, what I will say so is don't. like you know that, that that quote like ladies first apply that ev- <laughs> apply that everywhere yeah <laughs> just apply that everywhere Yeah, then, I don't you know, think
0: we're gonna argue girls are we no. yeah
1: just apply <laughs> that everywhere um let's win a few more of these um a lot of nice guys are manipulative um someone else had said um, a lot of guys use their nice guy quarters to get what they want out of the uh, out of the vending machine quote unquote someone else said with your family and friends the nice guy finishes first. Um, in your career, the nice guy finishes last.
0: Here's two that I picked from your insights that I loved. Um, Nice guys don't finish last. It's just about confidence. Bad boys have it. Some nice guys are too weak and get walked on. You can be confident and nice. And I think that really just coins perfectly the type of of trait that I think many people are going to be attracted to. It's like, be nice, but just be confident. And this one kind of broke my heart a little bit. It's a little bit longer. Um, So... Personally, I've always gone for the person that I feel has a bad boy edge, but it stems from my need to feel useful to fix people. It's only now having done a lot of the work on myself that I realize I let a really nice, good man go. And now it's too late because he was too nice to me and I didn't feel I needed to work for his attention at the time. It didn't feel like what I wanted, whereas now I know that's what it should be like. I shouldn't have to work so hard for someone to like me, but vice versa, nice girls finish last. Nice girls, I think, are cast aside in place of girls with a little more edge. I think men like the chase more than anything else, and when they get whatever whatever they want, um, interest fades. There's always exceptions, but I agree with a lot of what this girl has said. I relate to it, and I thought it was a really, really solid point to share. Mm like I've said on this podcast before, how I could see in myself even a year ago that I often attracted guys that I thought I could heal without even realizing it. Um, and now if I see there's maybe some healing to be done, it's nearly like I'll get cold feet and run away because i realize that's not what I'm here to do. Um, but I guess if someone still has some healing to do, that also translates into you have a bit of confidence building maybe to do. I just think none of that is something that you can do with someone holding your hand. I think you have to do it on your own. So when it comes to this, do nice guys, finish last. And we're saying you just need a little bit more confidence, maybe self-awareness. Um, it's tough, but if you're someone who's listening to this going, oh my God, am I the definition of what is a nice guy? I'm really conscious of on this episode, not coming across like a girl who's giving guys all these boxes that they have to take to please women because you don't like the right person is going to love you for who you are. But all that said, we want you to be your strongest self-confident, like independent individual, even when you're in a relationship. And that's where I think as much as we're giving you all these boxes that maybe need to be ticked to please someone, At the end of the day, it just comes down to doing that work on yourself and healing solo without needing the hand of someone else to get you there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just to touch on a few more of these that kind of tie into that, nice girls do in fact also finish last because men tend to like the chase um, and are not eager in, um, you know, nice girls. Um, They want something that's a little bit more edgy and a bit more exciting. Someone said bad boys have the sex appeal, but the nice guys last a lifetime. Someone has said bad boys are a total turn off and they make me sick. But unfortunately, nice guys don't exist anymore. Um, I disagree with that. There's probably the nice guy is probably not the nice guy that you're used to because he's no longer being agreeable. He's a bit more of an alpha. He's a bit more confident, and that comes with age. So that person that wrote that in, she's our age, probably a little bit older than us. So the the men or boys that she's speaking to now are a lot more older, a lot more confident, have their shit together. Well, they should do at least um, because they're much more further down in, mm-hmm. in life. So they're not the 16-year-old nice guy that's just going to go, yes, no, yes, no, yeah. okay, yeah, that. Um, And then...
0: I do think when people say like, oh, nice guys don't exist anymore, like genuine people don't exist anymore. They're just people that are still a little bit bitter from a recent heartbreak.
1: Yeah, Possibly.
0: You know, we've all yeah, been there. Like, possible. oh, absolutely, I'm forever
1: alone. When you're like, no, there is someone out there. Yeah, absolutely. although I'm starting to think, I'm be forever alone. <laughs> um, and then uh, India also shout out to India. I met India um, in Porto when I was when I was there with Red West, and we actually had like a really good connection. We had actually got on like really well. Um, but going back on a previous episode, how far is too far? India's in New York, and New York is too far. Um, she said, definitely not long term, but potentially initially at the beginning so nice guys finish last mm-hmm. early on but yeah. long term the nice guy is generally going to be. I the think one. I was
0: literally just reading that one as you were reading it and I was like wow yeah that's bang on um, I think we should finish up this episode Damien by saying I know you have tons more insights there <laughs> but like we've got the main ones across and saying
1: the ones that we've mentioned there are they, they kind of overview and ring through Everything else, there's there's no yeah. kind of other ones that go off on on different kind of topics. Like, you know, so I think true.
0: I think girls, if if you're with someone right now and you're like, oh, he's this like nice guy that I think is maybe too easily, you know, um, not manipulated, but like a pushover, and I'm not attracted to that. Look, try and communicate it in a really nice way. Um, try, try and ask them I don't know, Damien, how would you say it? Spice things up. Uh, literally, ask him to spice things up. Yeah. Tell him what you need. Tell him you need a bit of fun and spontaneity and adventure. If that's what you need, and
1: what did I say before on this on this exact podcast? Is my idea of a nightmare is when someone goes, "Okay, missionary on Wednesday," like that sort of like <laughs> um, monotonous scheduling of your entire relationship is. In yeah. my idea, is the recipe for disaster.
0: I think if there's someone you're with and you're like, he is absolutely perfect on paper. Why can't I fall for him? try and communicate it, try and have the conversation, try and see if there's elements of his personality that may change and develop with time once you communicate it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll change instantly and you will fall so head over heels in love with this man. You'll be delighted you listen to this episode and let us know if that happens to you. But maybe you'll also have the conversation and you'll realize these aspects are not things that you can change or he can change while you're with him. So you may have to let it go. Yeah, um, or
1: he might be unwilling to change.
0: Yeah, so I don't think nice guys finish last. Um, to really summarise that saying, I think that confident nice guys will always win in the end.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And and then the narrative that nice guys don't exist anymore, I I feel also is is a complete farce. Nice, nice guys are out there. Someone actually said in the thing, it's because um, uh, nice guys don't finish last because they're already snapped up.
0: <laughs> yeah, love that. And I read this line, the trick isn't to change who you are, but to understand why it might be perceived as a weakness.
1: Hmm, that's very interesting.
0: Well, that rounds up another episode. And we hope, as always, you feel inspired, uplifted and on the path to becoming your most unbreakable higher self after listening. Please remember to follow or subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and rate it. It takes two seconds to rate it and it helps us so much. Uh, We put a lot of work in, so a little rating would be truly appreciated.
1: And be excited for the upcoming first Dating Games event for those singletons of Dublin. You'll be able to get the details on our socials very, very soon. It is early 2024 and we cannot express how excited we are for that. Drop us a DM on Instagram and in your thoughts that you would like to share on this episode, future episodes. And until next time, the Dating Games that is a minefield. Stay safe.